Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Clark Kent learns from Herbert Calkins of a world-shaking plot against peace. And as both realize that the mysterious Philippe is their only clue, a terrific explosion is thrown at their very feet. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, that news is spreading like wildfire. It was only a week ago that I began telling you about the wonderful new pet collection. And already girls are telling their friends all about the nifty charm bracelet and charms that Kellogg's Pep is offering. And the fellows are all sending for the swell keychains and lucky pieces. So how about you? You want to get in on that fun, don't you? Well, then get a pencil and paper, and I'll tell you all about it. Now, first, uh, I'll give the girls all the dope, and I'll get back to you fellows in just a few minutes. Now, girls, to get your beautiful silver-like charm bracelet, send one dime and one pep box stop to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. That's one dime and one pep box stop just for the bracelet, and the charms are extra. Now, there are 12 of them, all bright and shiny small-scale models of binoculars, a skate, a trolley, a cuckoo clock, a violin, and a telephone, among others. I can't describe them all, but when you receive your first order, you get a printed slip with it, and on it, you'll find the names and the pictures of the 12 charms. And when you see what you're getting, boy, I bet you won't want to stop ordering until your collection is complete. Now, here's how to get started on your charm collection. For each of the charms, you send one box stop from Pep, the sunshine cereal, and one dime, plus the names of the charms you want, to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. That's one dime and one pep box stop for each of the charms and one dime and one pep box stop for the charm bracelet and mail to Superman Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. Print your name and address plainly on your orders. Now, fellas, you stick around because I'm going to get to you in just a few minutes. And now, the adventures of Superman. As you remember, Bucky Taylor, 13-year-old orphan son of a former Daily Planet foreign correspondent, mysteriously disappeared from a ship bound from England to America. Clark Kent searched the boy's cabin, and in the roller of an old typewriter found a slip of paper on which was written Philippe, 25 Rue Frontenac. As Superman, he speaks to France, and finally in the city of Le Havre, he located a rooming house in which a man named Philippe lived. But when Kent and the elderly rooming house proprietor entered Philippe's attic room, they found an unconscious man bound and gagged lying on the floor. Dorio, the rooming house proprietor, gasped... Mon Dieu, this is not Philippe. No, this is Herbert Calkins of Scotland Yard. In astonishment, Kent stared down at Herbert Calkins, the famous Scotland Yard detective, who once had almost succeeded in revealing his identity as Superman. And as we continue now, Kent has placed a stocky middle-aged detective on a couch, and freeing him of a gag and bonds, has succeeded in reviving him. Listen. Now, take it easy, Mr. Calkins. Sorry. Everything's under control. I... Water, Dorio. We oui. Quickly, please. monsieur. Thanks. Drink this, Calkins. No, easy, easy. Uh, I cannot uh, complain, uh, monsieur. Uh, 
How can this man, who you say is a great English detective, to be here? You got me, but we ought to know the answers in a moment. Hey, you better now, Hawkins? Yes, I... Kent, I don't talk, Kent. Right. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? I asked you first. Well, I came here to find a man named Philippe, and I... You did? So did I. You both seek the same man. But where is Philippe? That's what I want to know. Just let me... No, 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 wait a minute. Don't get up yet, Hawkins. Better rest him. Uh, I'm all right now, Kent. The blighter wrapped me on the head with a belly blackjack or something. Who did? Philippe? Oh, no, old chap. Someone else. But more of that later. Let's see about Philippe. Where is he? What happened to him? I do not know. No, nor do I. I came up here to find him and found you. Uh, I must say I was certainly played for a sucker, as you Americans say. What? You should say you were. Hey, hold on. You, who are you? Uh, I? I am Dorio, monsieur. The proprietor of this rooming house. Well, look here, Dorio. What do you know about Philippe Dulac's disappearance? I know nothing, Oh, come, monsieur. come now, my man. I swear it, monsieur. I brought up this gentleman, monsieur Kent, to call on Philippe. Do like. That's right. Now, listen, Mr. Cockman. Kent. Tell me, Dorio. So far as you know, was Philippe here when I came up? That was, let's see, a little after three o'clock? I do not know, monsieur. I was then at the market. Hmm. Uh, see here. Will you be good enough to wait downstairs, my man? I uh, want to speak to Mr. Kent privately. Oui, monsieur. I will be downstairs. Good. Close the door after you, please. That's a good chap. Oui. Now, Kent. Wait a minute, Mr. Cockins. Before we do any talking, we'd better contact the Lahav police. Not yet, old boy. This is not a job for the police. Well, of course it is. Somebody, not Philippe, you say, knocked you out. Yes, yes. Well, the same person might have done something to Philippe and taken him away. I've got to find right, him. Right, old boy, quite. And I must find him, too. Well, but believe me when I say we can't call in the French police yet. Well, why? What do you mean? Tell me first why you came all the way from America to find this man, Philippe. Well, all right. I'm looking for a boy named Bucky Taylor who boarded the liner Nautilus in England but disappeared the first day out. Disappeared? Uh-huh. You mean overboard? No, I don't think so. I-, I think he was lured from the ship or forcibly taken from it before it sailed. I see. Now, what does all this to do with Philippe? I'm coming to that. Bucky's cabin had been thoroughly searched, whipped apart. But I found a slip of paper hidden in the roller of an old typewriter which had belonged to Bucky's father. And Philippe's name was written on it, together with the address 25 Rue Frontenac. I do. You say you found this slip of paper in the boy's father's typewriter? That's right. You see, Hobie Taylor was a crack foreign correspondent for the Daily Planet who was murdered by the Nazi Gestapo in Sweden just before the war ended. Yes. And get this, Corkins. Just before Hobie was killed, he told my editor, Perry White, on the transatlantic telephone that he had hold of a sensational story that would affect the future of the entire world after the war. I see. And here's the payoff. From something Hobie said, Mr. White is sure that Hobie's son, Bucky, knows something about that story. Really? He does? Yes. I think his knowledge of that story, whatever it is, is the reason for Bucky's disappearance. You know, Ken, it must be the same story I'm after. You? You're after Hobie's... Yes. Now, look, Kent. What? This is in strictest confidence, you understand? You can trust me. I know I can, so listen. We at Scotland Yard have reason to believe that a gigantic plot is in progress against the World Peace Organization. What? By whom? We have very little information, and I'm not at liberty to tell you what we do have, except this. We are quite certain that a person known only as the man without a face is behind it. The man without a face? What are you talking about? The man without a face is the most dangerous man in the world. We don't know who he is or where he is. We only know that he has a tremendous amount of money and influence, and that he's on the wrong side of the law. You say this, this unknown character is behind a plot against the World Peace Organization? Yes, that much we're certain of. And as I say, now I think your chap, Hobie Taylor, had this same story with full details 
and was killed to keep him from revealing it. Why do you say that? Because the trail I'm following led to this man, Philippe, too. Oh? But you understand this, Kent. Philippe is on our side. Well, that's fine. Now, just who is he? That I am not at liberty to reveal. Take my word for it, he's on our side. I had an appointment to see him here today at three o'clock. But, but when you got here, somebody knocked you out. Right, just as I entered the room. I didn't even get a look at the blighter. First time anything like this has ever happened to me, by Jove. Well, never mind that now. It seems our immediate job is to find Philippe. Right, old boy. But I'm afraid we'll never find Philippe, no. Why do you say that? Because Philippe knew too much, you see. And I'm afraid he's been done in by representatives of the men without a face. Well, then, then how will we find Bucky and get his story? I don't know, old chap. Come on, let's search this room. Uh, if you insist. I do insist. It's our only hope. Come on, start looking. <laughs> What's that, Mr. Corkins? There's nothing in this room to give us a lead. As I was sure there wouldn't be, Kent, old man. Well, then where do we go from here? It's a bit of a poser, old chap. Mm. But we can't just give up. I won't give up. There's too much at stake. I quite agree. Wait a minute. I just thought of something. Yes, well, what's that? Philip must have known he was mixed up in a dangerous business. Of course he did. And that he himself was in danger. So it seems to me he would have left something behind, some clue, just in case anything happened to him. But we just searched this room from stem to stern, old boy, and we've turned up exactly nothing. So he didn't leave anything in this room. But he might have left it someplace else. Say, maybe Dorio would know. Dorio? Oh, the proprietor of this pension? Yes, he's downstairs. Come on, let's ask him. Monsieur Keller, Philippe left with me a small trunk. It is in the cellar. I see. That's a splendid bit of luck. Yes. Will you show it to us, Monsieur Dorio? Well, after all, Monsieur, it is the private property of Philippe and But I... if something happened to him, as we think... Here, my man. Have a look at my credentials. As you can see, I'm from Scotland Yard. I see. Well... There can be no great arm, perhaps, in showing you the trunk. Come, then. Good. Come on, Mr. Calkins. And uh, keep your fingers crossed, as we say in America. Led by the elderly rooming house proprietor, Clark Kent and Herbert Calkins descend a narrow flight of steps to a dark, damp cellar. Will they find in Philippe's trunk a clue to the missing Bucky and to the mysterious story for which his father died... We'll be back in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. So stand by. Well, fellas, here's where I tell you all about the swell new collection you can start. Thanks to Kellogg's Pep, the Sunshine Cereal. It's a super-duper keychain. A big silver-like He-Man chain that you'll be proud to wear. And there are nifty lucky pieces you can attach to it. Twelve of them. And you'll want them all, so get started right away. Now, get a pencil and paper so that you don't miss any of it. First off, you want the keychain, and for the keychain only, send one box stop from Super Delicious Pep and 15 cents, that's a dime and a nickel, to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. That's for the keychain only. But, of course, you'll want the lucky pieces to go with it. And there are 12 shiny, small-scale models of a locomotive, a Scotty dog, a football, a, a skull and crossbones, binoculars, and a telephone, among others. Now, when you receive your first order, look in the package, and you'll find a printed slip with the names and pictures of all the 12 lucky pieces on it. And when you see them, bet you you'll want to keep ordering until your collection is complete. 
Now, for each of the lucky pieces, send one pep box stop and one dime, plus the names of the lucky pieces you want, to Superman, Department 1R, Paddle Creek, Michigan. That's one dime and one pep box stop for each of the lucky pieces, and for the keychain, 15 cents, that's a dime and a nickel, and one pep box stop. But be sure to print your name and address clearly on your order, and remember that address now, it's Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. As we continue now, we find Clark Kent and Herbert Calkins in the damp, earthen-floored cellar of Monsieur Dorio's rooming house, where they are standing before a small, battered trunk. With them is Monsieur Dorio, who, holding aloft a lighted candle, says, This is the trunk of Philippe Dulac, Monsieur. The one he have asked me to keep safe for him. It will be safe enough with us, my man. We just want to go through it. See if you can open it, Kent. Try it. There we are. Empty, by Jove. Oui, it is empty. Not quite, Mr. Calkins. How can you say that, old chap? It's obviously as empty as Mother Hubbard's cupboard. You're wrong. That... What's that? Eh? Sounded like a window going up. Yes. Calkins! Dorio! Look out! <laughs> Leaping forward, Clark Kent shouts a warning as a terrific explosion lights up the dark little cellar, shattering Philippe's little trunk to smithereens and shaking the foundations of the ancient house. What has happened to the men who were with Clark Kent? Was the person responsible for the explosion a representative of the man without a face who was anxious to prevent Kent from having what his X-ray vision saw in Philippe's trunk? The mystery and the menace of our story grows deeper as Superman's search for young Bucky Taylor brings him closer to the individual known only as the man without a face. A man who has launched a gigantic plot against the World Peace Organization. So don't miss a minute of it. Be sure to tune in Monday. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is the copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. Well, my first reaction is that I love the idea of them reusing uh, Mr. Calkins. Uh, certainly was a very interesting uh, character, though at times not very likable. I do hope that they keep the character uh, consistent. And also this may mean a little bit more caution on Clark Kent's part in doing things that might tip his uh, secret identity. One can hope so anyway. It'd be a shame to bring Calkins back and then just have him as some very generic uh, British person spouting... Uh, typical British line. I do like how uh, the man without a face was set up. It really gives this thing a nice sense of mystery. And certainly the cliffhanger was good, and we'll have to see how uh, Clark Kent slash Superman manages to uh, protect the others without uh, betraying his secret, secret identity. Huh, that sounds like a pretty familiar cliffhanger. Well, at any rate, that'll do it for today. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday with part five of the story. In the meantime, send your comment to adam at adamsweb.us. Also, be sure and rate the show on iTunes. And remember to pick up the Powerhouse Heroic Adventures Bundle. 
from Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.